The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Power to Create Yourself with Ross Rameen. If you or someone you are close to is dealing with addiction, there are so many programs out there that can help you. But how do you gauge which ones are going to work the best for you? Some are expensive, some deal with some of the issues, but don't get to the heart of the matter. Others treat the problem at a basic level, but don't determine ultimate success. Join us now for an hour that sets out to be truly groundbreaking and will help you discover how to find the best program for your addiction problem. Now, here is Ross Rameen. Hi, welcome to the show. This is Ross Rameen. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California at the Rebos Treatment Center. Um, thanks for joining us. This is the power to create um, yourself. Um, we air every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Um, we are very lucky to have today. Every week I try to bring um, you know guests on the show that have just unique talents on changing people's lives. I like to bring um, clients that we work with um, that are in the middle of changing their lives. Uh, we have somebody special with us today. Her name is Audrey Hope. Um, she has, um, you can find her at um, askaudreynow.com. And she is a spiritual counselor. Uh, she specializes in addiction, uh, manifestations, um, paranormal stuff. She is a, she's the good witch. She's the good witch. Welcome to the show, Audrey. It's so great to be here, Ross. This you is so great. It's amazing to see your place. Um, I do remember. It, I do remember the first time we met. You know, when when you were my client mm-hmm. at rehab, and I do remember one of the first things I said to you was that one day you're going to have your dreams and you're going to have this amazing life, and it was so instant. I know you were involved with. Coke mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And I was a raging Coke addict. Raging for a long time. And you were, you know, starting your journey. But the very first moment I saw you, I looked at you and your soul and your spirit and I said, Do you remember this? You are amazing and beautiful and you're going to do great things. And so for me to come here and see your place and see this amazing organization, all the clients, what you've built. Could you imagine what that does to me? Do you remember that moment? That moment when we met and all the things we've been through together. And I know you did rehab a few times and I remember your journey like it's my own. And, oh, one of the things I remember, of course, you know, this is so special, is everyone, your energy was so incredible and you were a little worried about that. You know, am I hyper? Am I hyper? And then we were in the office, and we saw a roadrunner in the window. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, you wouldn't change the roadrunner. The roadrunner is what it is. So why would you change the special energy that you are? you got to be who you are and stop changing it and letting doctors and counselors trying to change that. Just be you. One of the backstories on that with the roadrunner, just so for people don't know, because they're probably thinking, what is this lady talking about, a roadrunner? <laughs> you know, Audrey, you taught me about, um, about animal totems. Um, and animal totems, 
everybody, you know, especially American Indians, um, they all believe that every animal represents something in the world. And one of the books that I was reading was a book on pretty much every animal and on what they mean. And I was trying to figure out who I was at that time. And I kept thinking I was this or I had to be this type of a person. And it's really weird when you read this book that it really nails you to a T. Who you think you are in this world, it's amazing who you aren't. But it's amazing (laughs) those animals that you can choose to have in different circumstances in your life to take on their traits, so to say. Absolutely. The characteristics, the essence, it's a very spiritual thing because the animal is a divine kingdom and each kingdom has a secret and the secret of the animal kingdom, and here it is, and I just revealed this on my YouTube show, mm-hmm. um, talking about the, sac- the hope for relationships, about the animals, it's, it's at another level. Each kingdom has a secret and the animals are a secret, which is they come to you as angels and you can actually talk to them. You could do it in your meditation. You could say, which animal totem is mine? And you bring that animal to you and you say, why did you come? You see, because the animals already perfected that particular characteristic. You see a lion yeah. is brave, right? You know, courage. Um, you know, you see the turtle, you, patience. And so you don't have to do it. This is one of the secrets. You just take on and ask them to come and the animal gives you its medicine. So if you're scared, you're in a really creepy place and you need help, you can call the rhinos to come. Yeah. You can call the buffalo. And this is the secret of the animal kingdom. So the thing with you with the animals was, you know, a cat is a cat, a lion is a lion, and a roadrunner is a roadrunner. And so the speed that you were moving in was perfect for you. And you wouldn't want to change a roadrunner and make it a turtle. I remember when I found out about it because I thought I, I thought the turtle would be better for me because I was so fast. Because everybody <laughs> kept telling me that you have ADD, uh-huh. you're too fast, you're too this, you're too that. And they always wanted to put me on meds for that. And I always and I remember one guy, a mutual old friend of ours, he's like, Why would you why would they give this they why would they give the slow kid on the playground fast meds? And I was like, huh? And he said, So kind of my point is you're a fast kid. Why are they giving you meds to slow you down? You should just learn how to adapt to who you are. And I kept trying to be this turtle, which wasn't fitting into me because I thought I had to slow down. Hence the reason why I like to smoke weed and why cocaine, because uh-huh. cocaine actually is a speed and I was a speed, so two speeds equal a slow. Right, exactly. I, and that's where I found a lot of satisfaction from cocaine. It really helped me out in that sense. So when I found out that the Roadrunner was my totem animal, um, according to Indian folklore, I, I was like, I couldn't get a sexier animal. I mean, literally, come on. Hey, that was the first time I ever saw a Roadrunner. It blew me away. I've never seen out. another one since. I, I know, and it was on those cartoons. It really it was, is like that cartoon. It's, it was kind of nuts. So if you ever have a chance, you can look up animal totems. That's Rebos's um, uh, logo is a buffalo. And the reason why I chose the buffalo is for the, the exact same reason. People that are trying to change their life, since such as the clients that come to Rebos and any other help place in the in the world, 
they have the characteristics of what a buffalo is. A buffalo knows their surroundings. Um, when I, I've snowmobiled out in like Yellowstone, and they always said, when you go snowmobiling in the wintertime, do not spook the buffalo because the snow is so deep that if the buffalo run, they'll have a heart attack in the wow. snow. It's too much stress on their on their system. Mm-hmm. But when the snow melts and it's the open plains, you know, you get, get the thunder wow, that they charge. Amazing. And then the flip side of it is, is that when the Indians used to hunt them, that there was never a part that would go unused. It was the hooves were as valuable as the hides. So I tell people, I said, even your worst nightmare is as valuable as the bliss, like your wedding day, you know, bliss. Obviously, you're probably not going to show pictures of your worst nightmare, but you have to hold it in the same level. You are bringing up an amazing point about how to view drug addiction. It actually is an opening a wake-up call, and a blessing. Because like Joseph Campbell says, where you stumble, there lies your treasure. So what is so bad, oh, I'm, a, I'm an addict, I need help, it ends up being the jewel where you find all the riches of your life. So the pain is very nece- necessary because it's the messenger that leads you to your journey. So when I see addicts, I always think, wow, they're beginning their journey. You know, I'm excited for them because it's a whole new world. On your knees, they're on their knees. That's when you learn, right? So it's an amazing spiritual opening and a doorway. And to see drug addiction this way, it takes the shame out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And doesn't it give someone dignity? And don't addicts need dignity? They come in and they're so broken and so ashamed. And it is my wish to remove the shame into the spiritual realization of what you are. What animal are you to be who you are? Because somewhere you forgot. And that's why you're using. You got lost. Your soul got lost. The work that I do is about the soul, bringing you back to yourself, your authentic self, and what you really are, keeping it real. How, how, does, how do you do that? Because to tell somebody, there's probably listeners listening right now, they're like, what is this lady talking about? You know, it's... How do you bring somebody back to their authentic self and have them actually believe that this is their authentic self and to trust it? Because it's not like a light switch where, oh, this is who I am. Because I know once I found out that I'm, you know, this is who I was supposed to be. It wasn't like I just picked up and like, giddy up, here we go. It's like flipping on a light switch. I'm this new person. Now I go from a raging crackhead for one day and then I go into a, like, I call myself a healer now because I have a healing center. This is what I call it. Right. But that doesn't happen with a like snap of a finger. How do you, how do you make that happen for somebody? Because it sounds in some ways impossible. It sounds like it could be the most terrifying thing that could ever happen to somebody. It, I mean, it sounds... It, well, I'm looking at I think you, the biggest thing is right? it sounds like impossible. You're a dream. You made it through. It's a miracle. Let's say that we were sitting, you know, back years ago and we were talking about you now. It would be like, nah. So... There's so the, the answer to this question is my whole life. You know, I've been doing this for 25 years. Could you imagine, I could almost cry, like how many people I have sat with, how many journeys I have been on with people? Now, I didn't go to school for this. This was a gift of healing, of helping people back to themselves. So, you know, it came to me and I just went with it. But the answer to this question, there's, is, you know, would take like how many shows, but to know that it is possible, you see, you have to give people back their light. 
And you have to know that it is possible to heal, okay? And then you have to work. One of the things is with a commitment. You know, I am going to make it. I'm going to be, they say Rajna Krishna said, I must go for enlightenment like a man whose hair is on fire goes after a pond. And that means you must see the door and you must say, I am going to get there. Move out of my way. I am going. That's the kind of commitment. You got to get after it. You got to go after it with everything and you got to be a seeker of truth. Like the Buddha who searched and searched and searched. And so even if you don't have the answer, you've got to be on that road on the truth for yourself and never give up that because you will have an aha moment. Everyone has an aha moment. You have, to have, you have yes. to have that power. You have to ride that power to, I mean, not to sound cheesy, but you have to have that power to create yourself. It's you. The one thing you had always taught me was you got to get it. Th- you said this to me one day and it stuck with me. It's like, you got to get into orbit because right now you're sitting on a bench watching the, the world just kind of spinning. You've got to get into there and go after what you want because you're sitting on this bench just watching the world go by. You, you know, opp- opportunities pass you, mm-hmm. but you've got to like actually go, you know, get into orbit and go get them. Yes. Um, but you got to get to the root of the soul. I say the root of the root of the root of the, the soul. Root of the soul. You know, how many people are diagnosed and stay in the diagnosis? And then they sometimes get the benefit of the wound, it's called. Oh, I'm an alcoholic, you know. But when you go to the soul, you go beyond the rational, beyond psychology and beyond the mind. And that's what spiritual healing is, into the heart and into the soul. And the soul means your light, getting back. This is not about faith. This is not about that. This is an actual feeling. I say it's like sex, like music. It's an actual feeling to feel divine vibrations on your body and to get back into the connection. I think of it like an iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. If your iPhone's disconnected, it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about how you freak out, right? So it's almost like the plug from the sun. Think of God as the sun because that's easy. It's neutral. Yeah. And the plug from the sun drops into your your plug of your third eye, yeah. and then you're connected. And why do people suffer? They are so disconnected from that. So you got to plug them back in, right? Yeah. And that's not hard to do no. because they don't understand that energy is such an important thing. When I teach addicts about energy, it's like, where? what is this? I'm like, do you know how sensitive you all are? You're sponges. You're picking up life. Do you shower it out like you take a shower every day? Do you get rid of the crap? The people in your family are sometimes toxic. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that you hold on to that energy? So you've got to clear it. And it's astounding. They label depression. Do you know what depression is? Too much energy in your desk. You didn't clear it out. You didn't clear out the closet. What do people do? They're afraid to go into the closet. Guess what? It's not that scary. But it looks like the boogeyman. But it isn't. You know, there's more energy. Don't go in this closet. I'm not going to go in there and look at how disgusting reality is. You have to put the is. light on to see that it's a big That's pile right. But you walk in, clothes. you have no idea what it's like when you just help someone just gently turn on the light in that closet. And they go, they like this. They go, oh, hmm. it wasn't so scary. But all that effort to not do it is really what it's about. But going in, it's not that's scary. So you say, how do you get, you bring up the idea of lying. What do addicts do more than, better than anyone? Lie. Okay. So how do you stop someone from lying? Tell me. Okay. You 
people don't understand karma and the price that one pays for one's life, nobody gets away with anything. Yeah. It's a natural law. Okay, everything I say is from me, my New Yorker, right? Mm-hmm. This is nothing airy-fairy. I am a New Yorker. I hold to that. I'm from yeah. Queens. So I keep it real. So this is about real stuff that happens. We don't get away with anything. If you don't do it now, if you don't do your work now, it, and drugs are just a Band-Aid, you're going to have to do it through your kid. Yeah. How many times do your issues come up through your kids or your marriage? You see? We sometimes marry our issue because your issues are not going anywhere. Or how about you think you're going to like be with some lady or some man and and then just break up with them, but you didn't do any of the work on it. You're just going to meet the same guy. So it's the, when you look at things spiritually, you look at the patterns, the themes that repeat because we just do things over and over again until we heal them. And that's kind of like karma, a wheel you go to again until you clear it up, face it and go, you know what? I, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. We're, we're talking with Audrey Hope today, uh, who is an addiction uh, specialist, um, uh, spiritual counselor um, here in Los Angeles. Uh, she has personally helped. She created the new me. Or, or not really. It's not the new me. It's the me that I was always supposed to be. Um, she pulled me out of drugs and alcohol. Um, she's Her energy, as you can obviously tell, is through the roof. Um, she just... She electrifies the room when, she, when you walk into it. Um, we're going to take a quick break. I want to get back um, in a couple minutes and after our commercial and talk about how you got into this. Um, in the 13 years that I've known you, I've never, ever asked you that. So we'll be right back. I'm Ross Ramin. This is The Power to Create Yourself. Um, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Getting sober isn't just about not drinking and not doing drugs. It's a way of life. At Rebos, we have a team of talented professionals, each with their own clear and distinct message to walk clients from the darkest point in their lives out into the light. Rebos offers a carefully curated selection of groups and workshops in addition to a minimum of six individual sessions per week. At Rebos, we believe there are no cookie-cutter clients, and we meet every individual where they are at today. It's not a Rebos program. It's your program. Our team wants to help as many people as possible become who they want to be. And if you don't know who you want to be, we'll help you. Visit Rebostreatment.com to learn more about the Rebos Treatment Center. That's R-E-B-O-S Treatment.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to The Power to Create Yourself with Ross Ramin. To find out more about Ross and the program, visit the Rebos Treatment Center website at rebostreatment.com. Now, back to The Power to Create Yourself. Hi, welcome back to the show. This is Ross Ramin. We're coming to you from the Rebos Treatment Center in Los Angeles, California. Uh, We are very lucky, blessed today to have Audrey Hope, uh, who is an addiction specialist, spiritual counselor. Um, She's 
you name it, she's probably worked with them. <laughs> um, and she, um, nine years ago, she pulled me out of, um, of a hole, to say the least. First time I ever met you, Audrey, I, I didn't know really what to think. Um, you are coming at you, um, coming in hot, as they say. And I hear that a lot. <laughs> no, but it's, but if you. But if you put down your guard for a second and you really kind of go for a ride with you is what I did. Because, you know, I had a very cut and dry view on what the world was. I had a thing inside me that told me there was probably a little bit more flexibility that I was giving myself. <laughs> but you pulled me out of a hole um, unlike anybody else. There's a couple other people on that team, but you were such a vital person to it. A lot of the stuff that you taught me since you know 13 years ago you've seen me at my you know kind of at my worst and then you really saw me at my worst and could you imagine what it is to see you now really you are truly one of my favorite people and you make me believe that miracles are possible and i and that you you do get to see someone's soul at the beginning i did tell you about this i we were talking about it when we were walking up the stairs um, to come up here today that you know i i told I told you about that I wanted to set up this treatment center. I remember um, the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and it was kind of funny because I, every, as everybody looks at a person who's been sober for, you know, maybe 20 days, of, and they're totally out of their mind. Um, they're like, yeah, I'm going to open up my own treatment center someday. And, of course, everybody's very nice. And, sure, it's good to have goals. You know, that's really sweet. And then they're probably thinking this guy can't find himself out of a wet paper bag. No, um, but that's what I saw in the instant. No. I'm like, yes, this is going to happen. No. You know, you see the beauty, the eyes of the window of the soul, right? It was so there. It was so there from the instant. I needed a lot to get there, but it was, I just, honestly, I just did what you told me to and, do. Right. And so you're my marker for it. Yeah. And the journey was really amazing for me to see you at your wedding, you know, to meet Meg and, and to see uh, this place and all these different stages. I have, I'm the book, man. I have all, I have all the memories. It's so it's, 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 it's great. And to give people hope, you got it. Isn't it funny? My name's Hope. Uh-huh. You ask me, how did I get here? Well, how did my mother name me Hope, my middle name Hope? That is just unbelievable. So um, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, okay? Like I was an actress. I still am. I do acting in my TV shows and I do plays. I do it all. I mean, anything presentational, but always wanted to help people. That was just my, just my mission. And I worked in a, I always did my healing work and I always studied with amazing teachers that were nobody knows about, like they're in Montana. Mm-hmm. I had goose. I was always fascinated by the instantaneous, transformational, to have a great life, to be a noble soul, to be great, and how to manifest. We all need to learn how to have our dreams, right? And believe me, there are secrets. And one time I'd like to come back and do a whole show on the secrets because they are amazing. I'd it is not that. just about the law of attraction. It is just so many things are revealed on how we pull things in. And um, I'm glad we got to talk about the animals because they're one of the kingdoms. Um, But back to, so I started working as an actress. I'm from New York. I decided it's time to come out here. I worked in a clothing store. I started to hear women um, tell me that they didn't like their bodies, no matter what. I never met any woman who ever liked themselves, no matter how skinny they were. And they used to come in and see me and they would ask for readings. It was like, what do you think, Audrey? And so they would come to the shop on Main Street, and I would start helping people while I was selling them clothes. Then they would start to come to my house. 
and then they would bring their friends that you know and they said okay leave a five bucks in the jar and then you know I had a teacher say to me well you know sit in your room now and tell the universe that you're ready for more so I swear to God I sat in my room and I was not going to work. You know how people work hard sometimes yeah. to get, when you're on a life mission, it's opposite. You have to let your life purpose come to you. It's opposite. You actually have to be very still and to draw it in. So I did this and I said, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to either answer the phone or just move the knob, but I'm not exerting any energy. I'm letting the universe bring in. I did this experiment and then somebody called a friend, and that was a call, right? Come with me to Malibu. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing this experiment, whatever. And I ended up going to mm-hmm. one of the rehabs, and I ended up getting hired on a fluke. Okay, on a fluke. You want a job? Okay. I ended up making a lot of money, and I started to be with people. Now, this is no psychology background. And I started to see that people couldn't paint, were painting. People had trauma as a kid. So whatever I was doing this gift it just started to be developed. And because I didn't have a scope of what addiction looks like, it was easy for me to go into the root and to the core and to what is natural. And so it evolved from there. And what I did is I just, you probably don't even know this, I'm always studying. I'm always like, I, I have a whole bunch of people now to learn about some of the dark forces. Because, you know, when you work with addiction, there's some dark stuff that happens. Yeah. So I just try to be more expert on it and that. But, you know, it just evolved out of that. And then, you know, I had the opportunity to work with some famous, amazing people and, um, yeah, intuition, teaching people how to have intuition and opening up that because the spiritual realm in this time period is very important. I mean, there is some things happening in this time period. No, it's amazing what you do and what I've seen you literally do to people and how you transform them and how you get them to believe in what you do. It's unprecedented. It really is. And... There are so many people that I've seen come to you that are so black and white. And the way that you are able to, I guess, crack them in a sense and have them believe in what you do, in what you're seeing in them. I mean, you have gifts that people don't have. You have a paranormal gift. Well, if you talk about past lives for a second, Ross saying, how do you do that? Let's say somebody has a real fear. And it doesn't make sense. That's a sign right there that maybe it's something else than this life. Maybe they have a fear of water. Maybe they see, you know, fire. They did experiments with these little kids in Virginia. Edgar Casey, very famous psychic. These kids that were three-year-olds that were gambling with cigar, like pencils or cigars in their mouth. Like, how do they know to do that at three, four years old? They have these birthmarks and memories of past lives. So I, if I really wanted to be in integrity with helping people, I had to learn about soul contracts, past lives, other things, even curses that people have, Mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes people have some weird stuff and if they don't go to that other realm, they're never gonna heal. You see, they're just gonna get lost in drugs and keep doing that, you know, like you said, drugs is the band-aid, but it's not where you need to go. It's just helping. Now, talking about, let's be really retro and opposite, Do you know how many people are here because of drugs? Because there was so much trauma and pain that drugs saved their lives and was almost a gift because otherwise they would have left the planet. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I know. I I firmly believe in it because it's like there was so much, 
you know, and I, you know, some, so much pain that I had in myself that a lot of it was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of it was, but it's like the drugs in that, I look at them as the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh-huh. hundred percent. I mean, this, I, the only reason why I met you was because of drugs. The only reason why I have this, you know, treatment center is because of drugs. I met my wife because I was a drug addict that got sober that ended up working in a treatment center that met his wife, who was my coworker. And now we've been married three and a half years and we've got a fuzzy dog that barks too much. You know, it's like you can look at all, but I think it did save my life in a lot of ways because I could have gone down another road that could have been extreme. I don't know what that road would have been, but I know it would have been, it could have been very destructive uh, or had the potential to be that way. Um, The what, granted, it's the what if uh, world. Well, maybe you were in pain, you see? Yeah. And maybe you had some trauma. Right? Yeah. Um, or grief or loss. Yeah. And so what do drugs do? Like what is spirituality and meditation and all that and yoga and all that does? It quiets the mind. And it's a very real thing for people. How many times do addicts say, I can't stop. My mind is racing. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. So why do we need to shame someone who uses something to try and calm their mind but drugs are not the only way to to heal it you Mm -hmm. see and you got to know that there's many ways to calm the mind and you know and meditation is one of them although addicts say i can't meditate but you can do other things too to get them into i think that people like the drugs because they're so they're so instant that's so instant they're so i mean it's i mean but we were I mean, just the culture that we're in now. We like instant satisfaction on every single <laughs> level that there is. So when you tell somebody to meditate or you tell somebody to take this little walk, you know, with you, Audrey Hope, through yes. this, this magical mystery <laughs> tour, um, I mean, it yes. doesn't happen overnight. You see significant, um, you know, I guess significant steps or growth. Uh, like I used to see with you when we would meet almost on a weekly basis or every other day basis at one point. Right. Because um, I was <laughs> I was the ding and dent floor. <laughs> I was pretty banged up. But, you know, I would get little tidbits, kind of like what the drugs were doing that were keeping me involved with it. I was like, wow, this is kind of neat. What's going on here? But, you know, to go to meditate, it doesn't, for somebody that's an active drug user, it doesn't happen they don't get the same relief as quick. It takes a lot more practice. Do it you- sure does, and you, that's why even you have to be on your path, and you have to know it's like going up the ladder, the tree of life. You have to keep going. Like, what is up with the spoiledness of people and the entitlement? Um, you know, it, it, to think that things are just going to come easy. Do you know how many rehabs are filled because people are just so spoiled? Like, why does it have to be easy? I, I, I laugh when people think a spiritual path is like we're going to sing songs and we're going to pray. Mm-hmm. Are you freaking kidding me? No. It is get ready. You ask for it. The hell's going to break loose. Because that's the cracking of the soul. So you have to know and be wise what the journey really is. you got to tell people what the journey is. Do you want it? Because if you want it, it will happen. It's finding your personal rhythm. Well, everything that you need to heal comes to your door. You don't even have to move. It's going to come. You asked for it. Everything next, then next, then next. Because you said, I want to be that you know we really are free souls this is school or a school and we have to graduate on our own 
Okay, so it's almost they say we make the curriculum before we come, right? Yeah. We plan out the soul stuff. Yeah. Okay, it's up to us. You know, I wanted to talk about one of the things people do is they interfere in other people's. Look, I help people and I invite them in. But the big mistake, and even when you have children, or even if when you have a wife or a husband, you interfere on their path. And it's very important spiritually to not do that. We are in our own class, and everyone go to their own side. And don't, you know, get embroiled in each other's stuff. That's not the way to do it. That is sacrifice, and that is you are blocking someone else from their path. You need to let people have their own path. And it's a great way to look at having children. I mean, how many parents come in? I mean, you must work with them. And they just say, oh, I can't believe that you. It's my fault. You know, it's great because the family starts to heal, too. One Mm -hmm. person turns the light on, the whole family gets it. You know, it's like, you know, five for one, right? Yeah. But, you know, to take the blame is spiritually wrong. We have to be very careful of that. And um, in relationships, too, working with, I work with relationships. When people get married, very important. Don't take on each other's stuff. You know, you all have to protect yourself and keep shields because you don't want to be doing that, you see, Mm -hmm. getting in each other's karma. Yeah. No, it's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) You are... A one-stop shop. <laughs> you know, someone called me This is me the a only shortcut. radio show I don't need to prepare for because what comes out of your mouth, it's like, <laughs> you know, they were asking me, well, wow, what's your show going to be about today? I'm like, doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter because you just roll with it. Um, well, don't you think addicts need to know why they use? They, they have to. They have to know. Cause, well, every, of course, they, well, everybody just wants to know why you do this. Why I overeat? Why did I marry this person? Why am I doing this? We, it's like it's like a two-year-old. It's yeah. like the whys. That's right. Uh, okay, but how many times have you heard, well, I'm bored or, you know, I like to, you know, socialize and I like to have fun. And I want to say. But there's the a record, deeper why. I've never heard it be that. Imagine all these years. It's never that. Ever. It's never that. Oh, and when you talk about men, it's fascinating if we talk about men and you must see this too why do men use Ross because they use because they don't have a place to go to talk about their stuff you see they don't have a place to go and collaborate with each other they're not allowed to let their feelings out so rehab's a wonderful thing for them to finally talk about it you know and the so other thing we need, point. and the other thing I never thought is, about that. The other thing we need is self-esteem. Everyone needs self-esteem. That is the key to manifestation. Um, where was <laughs> you just? Yeah, I never even thought about that. Um, where, I'm just getting my mind blown right now. Don't mind me. Um, you got to look this lady up. Her name is Audrey Hope. Uh, you can find her at askaudreynow.com. She's got a series of um, TV shows, and her website's fabulous. You can um, just go on it. She's got all sorts of stuff on there. Um, I highly recommend um, you look her up and see what she does. I know this stuff sounds very hocus-pocusy to certain people that are very black and very white, but it's one of those things. Just go for a ride. Give it a whirl. I dare you. <laughs> and I've had my socks knocked off. I, you know, it's just an amazing trip that you've taken me on for the last couple of years. We're going to do a quick um, commercial break. We'll be right back. Um, this is Ross Ramin. This is The Power to Create Yourself. And we'll be right back. Thanks. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Getting sober isn't just about not drinking and not doing drugs. It's a way of life. At Rebos, we have a team of talented professionals, each with their own clear and distinct message to walk clients from the darkest point in their lives out into the light. Rebos offers a carefully curated selection of groups and workshops in addition to a minimum of six individual sessions per week. At Rebos, we believe there are no cookie-cutter clients, and we meet every individual where they are at today. It's not a Rebos program. It's your program. Our team wants to help as many people as possible become who they want to be. And if you don't know who you want to be, we'll help you. Visit Rebostreatment.com to learn more about the Rebos Treatment Center. That's R-E-B-O-S Treatment.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the power to create yourself with ross ramin to find out more about ross and the program visit the rebos treatment center website at rebostreatment.com now back to the power to create yourself hi welcome back to the show this is ross ramin um we're coming to you from los angeles california we're with um the lovely and the beautiful audrey hope um i call her the good witch um i think a lot of other your clients call you that as well i've been called a lot of things. yeah i'm sure you have <laughs> i think i've called you a lot of things too and then i've slammed the door because you've called me out well remember i had the house on the hill mm-hmm. and they used to keep me away from everybody yeah oh man you know, Audrey, you've got a gift of, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, talking or working with paranormal type mm-hmm, things. I've mm-hmm. I've had firsthand experience with it um, with some uh, friends that have uh, passed on. And I'm curious, how do you, how, what kind of stories do you have about that and how that's healed people? Because I, I know... Uh, there's been people that will die in your life. My mom died almost one year ago uh, mm-hmm. to the day. In four days, it'll be a year. You know, I don't need to really talk to her about, like, I don't feel like I have to talk to her. I feel like she's, I feel like uh, she lives with me. But there are certain people that pass that's like, yeah, you yeah. just, I, you just, for whatever reason, it's just like, yeah. it's not good enough. Like, I got to, I got to know something. And you've helped me out that before with a friend of mine that had died and she had passed on and it was just, it just happened and there was no goodbyes or it was just very abrupt. It was from, it was from drugs. And so it was just, it was, it was a little gnarly. Um, what has been your experience? With, I don't even know what the right well, question to ask I you. I want to say this because I was going to say that was a while ago and now it's developed because we all have this psychic ability call it intuition you know our brains are wired for it it's the pineal gland it's the third eye Mm -hmm. the pineapple in the buddhas like if you have a buddha you'll see there's a little pineapple in the neck you know it's to represent the pineal gland which if you want to keep it real it is the part of the brain that is available 
for psychic energy. So the more you heal and the more you move away and you kind of get naked and you just are in the light, the more psychic you become. It's just part of it, you see? So doing a lot of healing. So everybody's got this. Everybody's got it. Everybody's it's just does. are you tapped into it or are accept you ta- it? Well, you can develop it. You mm. know, there's there's it's it's an amazing thing to develop. You know, the intuition is the heart. How many times do people say I had a feeling? I knew I needed to go here. I needed to, to come to it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. And so we're wired for this. Okay. But everything in life takes us away from that. TV, media, a family. You know, you got to be careful that you don't get knocked off so that you don't. And it's distraction. Woody Allen said, I believe in the power of distraction. We're distracted from this power. So what you got to do is you got to get back to it. And everyone has this ability and it can be developed and it grows and you get more and more. Now, for me, I truly wanted to be a one stop shop because honestly, I sat with people and psychology just didn't cut it. I knew that from the beginning, you know, getting being in the rehab and going, uh, uh, uh. I get that you got a textbook and you're doing that, but I'm not getting that, okay? So you you go to your natural instincts with people, you see? And so this um, intuition just keeps getting more and more and more, and then you have to take it because I wanted to do my work. If I was going to do this, I wanted to really help, and I wanted to serve the person in whatever way that it was. So if someone's having a problem and it's still going on and they've been trying to crack it, and it's still not happening, you need, you're in the wrong location. So that's what started to happen. So I said, okay, some people are suffering from a loss. Oh my God, maybe they didn't get to say goodbye to someone. Maybe they're like, the person died, but they're still there as if they are. 15 years, that person, they never got to say, you know, maybe they were sexually abused. I've had that. And they never got to say, you know, to, to talk to the person. Yeah. So if you're going to do healing, you why not bring that person in from the other side? So I started to see that. And that has been amazing because, you know, this happens. I, I bring, I ask them to come. One time I had a client who was having a miscarriage. You know, she was she had a miscarriage. I said, don't worry, the, the spirit's right here. Uh, it's a boy. And he's telling me, you need to heal. I found out she was sexually abused. And this little baby boy did not want to come until the mom was healed Hmm. so for six months we worked on some abuse that she had and then the baby came so I saw the baby you know and she didn't have to have problems like a normal person saying oh I, I I have a miscarriage where's my baby like we got to see the baby came and you know this baby is alive today like two years old. You know, again, this sounds like a lot of hocus pocus. But well, go I'll, on my Facebook and go see. Yeah, no, it. But I, I can straight up verify you and people that know me. You have a line out your door um, to talk about this stuff, and it's just the amount of changing that I've, I've watched people. You know, I've been in, working in this industry for nine years, and I've seen so many people just, you know, like I've seen so many therapists at a total roadblock with somebody. And they're just like, you know what? Go see this lady. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. you bust them open. Mm-hmm. Because, like, sometimes it is a past life. In the past I mean, is life? That, is what, that so hard what, what's to up believe? With, I mean, I'm going to ask do you really think, great question, by the way. Do you really think, Ross, that this is all there is? Look at the birds. Look at the animals. Look at the sky, the moon. There's a proof enough. Look at the miracles of having children, flowers. You know, a flower can bring you enlightenment. There is more than this life. I mean... People are looking too black and white. I don't understand why there's a problem with this 
when life is so wondrous and there's so many things that can't be explained. I mean, look at a zebra. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> look at a zebra. Okay, look at a zebra. Yeah. I mean, that is a trippy animal. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's enough to go. There must be something more. So, you know, you can bring people. Did you ever go? I, I mean, I teach this in my classes. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about the soul. You want to talk about karma. You want to talk about past lives. You want to talk about the other side. Okay. Did you ever go to a place and have a feeling that you've been there before? I went to England years and years ago. Man, I knew. I knew England. I was in places. I said, I've been here before. It was a feeling. Yeah. And some people have that. You ask them. Or, or do you ever meet somebody and go, just like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like I know them. Yeah. Or I better run for my life. Yeah. And every single person. Now, I've worked with, you know, Harvard doctors. So, th- there's not a person I've lost. There's not a person who said, you know, because suffering brings us all together. And who doesn't want to be out of suffering? And so, it's like keeping it real with the suffering. So, you know, I have stories and stories of how you have to bring in past lives to heal something. I mean, I had a client who was obsessed with the first wife. She was the second wife. Yeah. And I am telling you the second wife was nowhere to be found. I mean, the wife was like living so far away, like in Antarctica. Like, yeah. why do you care? She was ugly. This girl was beautiful. I mean, she was really not anything. I, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just keeping, really. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she was, I'm sure, a very nice lady, but, you know, what do you, and, but they had a past life where they were sisters and they were with the same guy. And so there was, I'm telling you, that's all she thinks about is the first wife. I mean, that's not normal. And there was drug addiction, too, which was how I... So the second wife and the first wife, they They were sisters. They were sisters, and they hated each other. And this guy, it was the same story. It repeats itself. And this poor dude's in the middle. Exactly. (laughs) Because he didn't understand why she was so obsessed with the first wife. So, you see, you have to be able to go into the timeline. It's a timeline. It's a timeline of issues that are beyond that we come in with. And so if you can pull that up and get it, you can sometimes find the reasons beyond this life of why you're suffering. And also the relationships that we have, it's really interesting to see how we're sometimes obsessed with our mothers, our fathers, and we have these relationships where we can't get unhooked. You need to really look at the sole reasons why you want to please that person so much. Why are you like that? Why? And you sometimes can go and see the sketch of what happened. And then you tell the soul, you sit with them just consciously in the I am, and then it heals. You just pull that up, you see. So it's interesting to get visuals of sometimes of what things did in the past life. And, um, but I only ask for it so I can get the core reason. Not for fun to say you're the king or queen and like, how fun is that? I mean, it's really to get these reasons to figure it out. You see, because I know we go to childhood psychologically. Yeah. But what if it's beyond the childhood? You know, sometimes it's so hard for people. to. Okay, here's the proof. How about being a three year old? And already having problems. How about coming in as a concert pianist at age age three? What about these kids that are prodigies? Explain that. Can't. I mean, what do you say? Where did they learn that? You know, and... They call it a gift. Right. Now, if you really want... I will give proof for everything. I really believe science and spirituality is joined. Mm. 
And um, so you, I could give you references. You can really look up the University of Virginia and see the study of the cases that they're doing with kids with past lives and the birthmarks and things on their neck and kids remembering things. So they're just taking traits that they had in a past life. Well, how about meeting someone that you already – how about a little kid who was a soldier meeting the grown-up soldier in this lifetime? Meeting his same person. Now, these are documented cases, and I do a lot of television, and I wanted to do past life detectives. So, I mean, everybody's, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, people get reincarnated. I know, you know. Right, but what if you have proof? Everybody here needs proof, right? What do you have proof? Okay. I'm sure all of our listeners are like, what's this lady talking about? But there are proof that you can go. No, there are, there are proof. There's proof. Like, you know, I can talk about Anne. Who's the little girl from Amsterdam? Oh, um, Anne Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, too bad I don't have the website where you can do you can do match the faces, where the faces are exactly well, the same. Well, people always say, you know, and I think this is a, a, probably a valid point, too, of proof. It's like... You have a father or a grandfather that dies, and then somebody else, you know, in your family has, you know, a sister, brother, whatever they or cousin, whatever they have a a, um, a, a new baby comes along within like a year, or mm-hmm. year or so later. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that looks so much like grandpa, or the same characteristics Sometimes as grandpa or that. grandma or yes. whoever it is. Yes, um, I've seen that happen. Yes. A ton. Yes. Like, yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, so that's where it's hard for me to wrap my head around some of that stuff that you say, but it, but not in the sense that I don't believe it. Well, if you're working with someone. And but I see you, enough proof. Right. You see proof. But if you work with someone, they'll know. But it's so far out there that it's like. But the person will know. I, I mean, I think I more or less believe it. Yeah. How about something where I saw this Spanish lifetime and the lady had the dream about it before she came to see me. She had a dream about it. Now, let's talk about dreams. If you really want to start entering this realm, go to the dreams. You had me write down my dreams, dreams, I remember. Because what do the dreams do? You're out of third dimension. We're in third dimension. Mm-hmm. And dreams are in the creative sphere, which you always want to tap into. If you love music and you love creativity, you want to go beyond third dimension. This is what the famous scientists would doing einstein tesla they were trying to tap in you know they actually took little naps 20 minute naps to try and tap into these other realms you know that's why we have some of the theory of relativity it didn't come in the rational waking mind it came when you went to sleep or when you took the little cat nap and you went duh because you're tapping in creatively we tap in and so that's what that's a great thing to get people to begin to do that i had the client might have been at the rehab when you were there. I'm, I'm not going to mention yeah. it. And he couldn't play the piano. Boy, I wanted to contact him. I was thinking about him the other day, but he couldn't play the piano. And we brought him up really in pain about this and brought him up to these other realms and came. He went to the piano and cre- he heard the concerto and then he started playing it. He banged it out. He banged it out from doing that. I so you see that. that? So you want to tap in like the great scientists. And that's where the meat and the potatoes is and the fun is in that other world. Now, what do drugs do? They help you tap in. Now, they do. That's why I relate it's to drugs. It's a double-edged sword, though. Because it's dangerous. Because what <laughs> happens with drugs is, this is what I say, why are drugs dangerous? Because you are tapping in, and you are doing it in a shortcut, and you are not grounded, which makes negative forces able to hurt you. I mean, come on, look at Manson. 
come on, that guy, something is going on with him. Look at his eyes, right? Yeah. So negative energy, if you do enough drugs, how many times do people tell me they love demons? They love it from doing all the crystal meth and all these other, you know, yeah. psychedelic drugs because they're starting to tap in and they don't, they're not grounded and they don't know what's up. I hear you. Um, we're with Audrey Hope today. Uh, she is, uh, she's a spiritual counselor here in Los Angeles. She uh, works with a lot of, uh, with a lot of addicts and alcoholics, um, a variety of, you name it, she's worked with them here in Hollywood, that's for sure, <laughs> uh, from the rumor mill. Obviously, she's very tight-lipped about who she, who she works with, but, um, you can pretty much count on it. It's a it's a hell of a list. Uh, you can find Audrey at um, ask Audrey dot um, ask and um, and hopeful what was it Ho- hopeful relationships on YouTube. Okay, great. I started to say I'm giving this away. Yeah. I uh, oh really little tidbits of jewels, so that I know that everyone gets it. It's a real labor of love. Yeah. That's good of you. Uh, Audrey has helped me out in so many ways. I wouldn't be here without her. You've been a guide to me. You have, uh, you've told me a lot of things that were absolutely unbelievable. And I just went for a walk with you. Um, and I took your word for it. Uh-huh. And you have, um, I can't think of one time when you've been wrong. You have told me some pretty out of control things. And I just went for a walk with you and you nailed it. Um, you absolutely nailed it. Um, and I came from a very black and white background and I just went for a cruise with you and I can't thank you enough for it. Wow. You were absolutely just gorgeous it's inside and out. And I it's really a appreciate you. It's a blessing for me to be witness to this and to be a guest on your show and to be in your beautiful building, which is so spectacular, filled with beautiful people who really want to help. I mean, it's a joy of joys. And anything is possible. And people need to know that. Anything is possible. Appreciate you. In a dark time, the eye begins to see. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Pleasure. I had a great time. I'm Ross Vermeen. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll be back next week. And uh, this is The Power to Create Yourself. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us this week on The Power to Create Yourself. We hope to have you tune in again next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition with Ross Ramin on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an enlightening week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.